Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Kick Back with Nyla Michelle. This is your host, of course, Nyla Michelle, and I hope you guys are having a great and amazing week. Um, We're going to get straight into this episode. This episode is um, a TV show recap, and so The Kardashians is by far one of my favorite reality TV shows, and so I decided that since the new season's coming out and it looks like there's tons of drama, we're going to recap each episode. So, this is season three, episode one. Um, let's let's honestly, can we start it out with a bang? First off, I'm a Beyonce lover. I love the Renaissance album. And they came out to cuff it. I loved the intro. First off, you know the Kardashians are really good for a good music video. And honestly, it was about time they made a new, vis- a new music video because Chris had just went trending for the Gucci, Gucci, yeah, 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 that video. So they had to make a new one, you know? And so I loved it. I loved the roller skating vibe. Kim looked like she was low-key scared. Chloe was a vibe. Kylie and Kendall, though, you can tell they used to ask Chris to go uh, skating when they was little. And they used to beat everybody. They could have been on roll bounce. But hey. What do I know? Anyways, I loved the whole entire intro. The Beyonce was like 10 out of, I just know their budget. What was the price to get that on? They, she, they got the whole song. Like it was a whole music video. And they got Corey in it. Chris's boyfriend. Come on now. Let's be for real. I loved the intro. The intro gave everything it needed to give. So let's get into the first scene. First scene, they brought out Scott. Let's talk about it though. They brought Scott out, honestly, because last season we didn't see much of Scott, if any at all. But Scott brought the drama. Scott brought the freaking comedy to the show. Even going back to keeping up with the Kardashians, like, Scott brought all the comedy to the show. And without Scott, like, it lacks a little bit. And so I was so excited to see him pull up. He was like, we don't have doorbells anymore. I still got a doorknob. Does that mean I'm poor? No, seriously. Like, Chloe's house, it's like, it's not a doorbell. And the security guy was like, I got it. <laughs> I was like, wait, Chloe doesn't have a doorbell and she doesn't have a doorknob. So I felt Scott. I still got a doorknob. Does that mean I'm poor? Because Chloe just has to put a code in her door open. What is the world coming to? Let's be so for real. And then Kim comes into the scene. Y'all all know I love me a good Kim and Chloe scene. Those are my favorite scenes ever. I love a Kim and Chloe. I love a Kim and Kylie. Like, those always give. And so they brought up Pete and, like, how the breakup went and things like that. And so Kim's just saying, like, the breakup was actually mutual. And they had been talking about the breakup prior to the breakup. So, like, they both knew it was going to happen. They were dating for nine months. That was her first relationship outside of Kanye. And Scott had the nerve to say, did you go on a breakup diet? Because you're losing weight. <laughs> but no, seriously, like even with situationships and like relationships, that breakup diet hits, bro. My waist, I couldn't even fit my pants. So Scott was a real one for saying that. And so then after that, that's when um, Kim basically like was talking about the Pete and Kanye drama. That's not really drama. And she kind of just, like, deaded it, deaded the whole thing. Like, she deaded, we're going to get into this later, but she, like, put it into, like, the Drake and Kanye quote-unquote drama. Like, that was never really drama. Like, Kanye makes his own drama. I'm I'm team both. Don't get me wrong. I'm team both. But, like, when it comes to, like, the unnecessary drama, that's when I'm like, oh, okay. 
And so we all know that baby Tatum is here. And Tatum was Chloe's first surrogate baby. I don't know if Chloe's having any other kids. I don't think she's able to have kids. I know Kim isn't. But um so like Chloe was kind of talking about how she feels less connected to the baby because surrogate baby. Like she still loves him, like and still like adores to him, like gives him everything in the world, but like she doesn't feel as connected because like when he was born, it was more drama going on with Tristan. She had a lot going on. And she says like it has nothing to do with the baby. She just felt guilty because like she was just standing there while a woman had to give the baby she took away. She said it felt more of like a transactional experience than an actual like giving experience. And so I believe in keeping up with the Kardashians, Kim and Chloe like were going back and forth deciding if Chloe should go with the surrogate. Either it was in keeping up or it was in the Kardashians, I can't remember. And so I know, like, in the beginning, Chloe wasn't really a fan of a surrogate. Like, she wasn't really vibing with it. She was like, I don't think I'm going to go with it. But, like, she kept going to Kim for advice for a surrogate. And so, like, it took a lot for her to decide to do a surrogate, like, a surrogacy, like, plan. And, like, I kind of understand. I don't, I'm, I don't have a child, but, like, I kind of understand, like, why she feels the way she does because if you watch the show from whenever she was talking about surrogacy until now like it kind of makes sense so i i feel I like chloe needs a hug like chloe may be my favorite character maybe because i relate to her the most i think like mainly like chloe like emotional she's in tune with her emotions and like she doesn't really like she'll act like she's okay but she's not okay and I think that's also why she's my favorite character and I'll get into that a little later too let's get into the next scene the next scene was Kim and Chris this is where I was talking about where Kim like kind of debunks the um the little Drake thing is this it no Kim and Chris are in the room a lot. Okay. So Kim is walking into Chris's house. No, Chris is walking into Kim's house. And Kim, Chris was talking about how she just has so much going on with her life. But she was also being so supportive. This was the first... Okay, I remember now. So this was a scene where Kim and Chris were discussing, um, like, Kim's creative opportunity with Dolce and Gabbana. So as you know, Courtney had just recently gotten married to Travis. Congrats to them. But you know, she collabed with Dolce for her wedding. Just to get like the Virgin Mary veil, all that stuff. Good, good. But at the same time, Dolce and Gabbana reached out to Kim and asked Kim to be their creative director for their fashion show in Milan. And so Kim was just like, this is like such odd timing because, you know, Courtney just got married with Dolce. Dolce just asked me to be the creative director. I got to put the clothes out. Uh, by the time the clothes are out, the wedding will be over. But Courtney was still, you know, all that type of stuff. So basically, like Chris was just saying, like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. When will we ever be able to creative direct for Dolce and Gabbana again? And, like, Chris is such a supportive mom. I literally love that. Like, it's amazing. And so, like, at the end of that little 
combo the combo kind of like didn't end it's it feels like that combo is supposed to last for another episode so I think that's why like when it looked like it was ending Kim was scratching her leg as we know Kim has psoriasis and so uh Kim was scratching and uh Chris was like what's wrong she's like I'm just stressed if you just tell the father of my children to stop acting up I won't get psoriasis on my legs you know what Kim period we love it at this point kind of feel it because Loki like he does so much because Kanye had the nerve to ask her she he told her to ask him permission to talk about him on the show and she was like do I do you ask me permission to exploit me on social media to tell you my name and like interview and things like that so I don't have to ask permission like on my show blah 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 you know and so Kim was basically saying like she enjoys being single Chris doesn't believe her. Chris wants Kim to be in a relationship so bad. It was quite annoying because I noticed even in the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like Chris was always there for Kim getting married, which is amazing because she's, you know, she's a mom, all that good stuff. So I understand. But at the same time, like Chris, you have to understand just because you don't like being single doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't like feels the same way, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like she always wants like somebody to be in a relationship so she can just, you know, give her own input but it's just like how about we focus on our own relationship first and Kim was like you know what I'll just date five people if I want to at this point Kim those are the vibes because who deserves us right now I don't know next scene next scene was Kendall and Kylie this scene I actually saw on TikTok before I watched the show and I was quite irritated but I got to see more of it on the show and so this is the scene that everybody's seen it's wherein Kendall is teaching Kylie how to drive stick me personally, I think it's great to learn stick. However, I don't want to learn it because it's just like, why is it so difficult to drive a stick car? Like my friend uh, in high school, I was played basketball with her. This was ninth grade. She drove stick and like she was driving it like it was nothing. I'm like, you're so young and you already know how to drive stick. Like I don't ever want to learn it, but I also do want to learn to drive stick because like what if like something was to happen and the only car that's available is a stick car stick shift i should say that who's gonna drive i'm gonna drive because i have to learn how to drive stick but anyways how kylie learned to drive stick is honestly how i would be like honestly i'll be sweating bullets i'll be anxious i'll be like you know what i'm good i don't want to do this no more so kylie was like freaked out because kendall was like okay so there's three and kylie's like three you can't even put both feet on pedals in a regular car so what are you talking about and so Kyla was so confused. Kendall was like, if you like break my car, you're buying me a new one. Kendall said that like Kylie can't buy her two cars. Like in the same day. I'm pretty sure that's nothing to Kylie. So let's be so real, Kendall. But because Kendall tries so hard to be normal. We all know that. And so uh, Kendall was so scared because she was just like, what the heck? Kylie, get out of my car. Blah, blah, blah. that scene really doesn't have much to talk about it's just Kylie learning how to drive stick so next scene is the 818 ceremony not ceremony but like anniversary everybody was there but Courtney and if you have noticed Courtney doesn't go to that many things anymore ever since she got with Travis I guess she puts her husband I'm not going to talk about that anyways so my I put I heard it so sugary so 818 is Kendall's uh, tequila alcohol little brand and I heard that it's just you know a name 
I also hear that it's like has a lot of sugar. But honestly, that means I'm gonna get drunk faster. So bring on the vibes. Again, I always put like in every single section that Chloe was in, I always put Chloe always gives. Like she's just the vibes. Like I kid you not, Chloe is just so down to earth, amazing. And James Corden was there, which was very, very weird because they gave him more screen time than I thought. And I think it's because of what's been going on with him lately. Like his show is over. He was kind of in like a controversy. And it's just like, are y'all trying to just boost his ego a little bit? Like what's tea with James? So next. And so in this one part, it was like, uh, they had like an 818 robot. And so the robot made your drinks for you. And so school, but then I noticed Kendall said, oh my gosh, what is that? And it kind of made me think like, Whenever they plan these parties, like your 818 party, like, did you not know the robot was going to be there? Like, do you not approve before? Like, I don't know. I was just overthinking it. And then I was also thinking, like, that's so scary how the world, like, works. Like, there's a whole robot making the drink for you. And I literally saw, like, an hour ago, I was scrolling on Spiritual World. Um, I followed them on Instagram. And Elon Musk is going through with a chip in, like, you can put a chip in a human or something like that or like in your ear and apparently I saw in the comments it's like if you want to learn how to speak Chinese the chip allows you to learn how to speak Chinese what the heck is going on with the world and this is why I always say well y'all don't know I always say this but this is why I always say I want my own planet I want to go on my own planet because in my own planet everything will make sense because why are we putting chips in people to learn Chinese learn uh Senegalese like all this type of stuff like what what I gotta get back to the show so basically um I said Chris is so supportive again and then they were eating and they were putting like one pasta noodle on the plate three leaves of lettuce I'm like if y'all don't dump some food on that plate they don't be putting enough food on their plate for me and they just be going around for seconds thirds fourths and fifths and it's just like y'all wouldn't have to do that if y'all put the amount of food y'all want on the plate on the plate the first time you get it and then it was just like them pasta noodles are so big why are you putting so much so little on there like girl I know you're hungry that that shouldn't have affected me as much but it's just like why do they put one little noodle on the plate three little pieces of grass a little scoop of corn and be like oh so full girl no you are not go get a mcdouble or something anyway so during the 818 party we find out that um we already know that uh chloe had melanoma and so um chloe had also found precancerous cells in the little thing on her cheek she got it biopsied right she didn't tell anybody yet why is chris going around telling chloe's business but that's Chris. Like, if you know the Kardashians, you know Chris does that. So that's Chris. But it's just like, girl, why are you telling Kylie about um, Chloe's like, mishap, like, at the 818 party? Like, read the room. And so, like, Kylie went up to Chloe and was like, hey, mom just told me. And Chloe was like, what, about the melanomes? <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny because it's just like, Chloe's like me. Like, with bad news, like, I laugh. Like, things that make me uncomfortable, I'll laugh about it because of my nerves. Like, there's this one situation that I, like, when I talk about it, I laugh. 
And it's not funny at all, actually, but it's just like my nerves made me feel like I need to laugh. So, yeah, Chloe's saying. So, next is Chloe and Courtney. Honestly, Courtney bores me every time she gets on the screen. I don't know what it is. She just doesn't entertain me as much as she used to. Um, and I also think that she thinks, like, her and Travis and the little, like, always making sex jokes and like PDA like I think she's making that her personality trait at this point like that's all she can talk about it's just like why can't you talk about Lemmy why can't you talk about Poosh like you have so many other things to talk about but you want to talk about you and your husband's sex life all the time that's like it's annoying to me I'll say that and so literally I think Courtney didn't want screen time. And it was just like, if you didn't want screen time, you could have just said, okay, how about you talk about something you want to talk about? And I just sit here and be like, yeah, for sure. Totally. Like, instead of saying, oh, I have five minutes and I'm ovulating, let me go do the do. Like, no. And so Chloe actually set the five minute timer and she came back in 14 minutes, I think. So, yeah. So... The last scene is Kim and Chris. This is the scene where Kim is crying. This is the scene that was all over the shade room, spiritual world, all that type of stuff. And she was talking about how the Kanye drama never stops. Like, it may stop in the media, but, like, the texts still come through. Kanye still is dragging Chris. He's still talking about Kim and what she does. And, like, it causes her to have anxiety attacks. And so it's just, like... Like you said, like you saw in the shade room, she said Kanye's mess will be more damaging than the sex tape will ever be. And so people were dragging Kim in the comments. They were like, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't think she's talking about publicly. I think she means mentally. Like, you have to actually look at both point of views. Like, I look at both point of views. I think what both of them, like, I think Kim is protecting the kids, yes. But at the same time, it's just like, mentally seeing that it will mess it would mess me up so I think that's the point of view they're going at but you know everybody's not gonna like the Kardashians so you know they ate her up in the comments so I had to leave the comment section because it was making me cry well it wasn't making me cry it was making me mad and then Kim started crying because she felt like she like she's never can like lose it she can never have that breakdown because she's so busy trying to make sure everybody else is straight making sure everybody else gets their shit together to the point where she never can get like her own self together which is why I think she also likes being single right now and so basically she's just losing it basically and she's like tired and honestly I feel her I'm going to get back to that, um, but let me bring up the Search and Rescue song. So, y'all know Search and Rescue, my favorite song at the moment. Love it. Know the whole song. I learned the song in two days. So, basically, she brought up the Drake accusation. As I say accusation, it was just, like, that was not even real drama. So, like, Drake honestly put her in the song to be funny. Like, Drake was being petty, and honestly, I love it. I- I'm here for it because I love me some Drake, and I love the song, so yeah so to end this episode off um they asked kim what's making you cry and she said everything felt that to the core felt it kim because i definitely understand like 
whenever, like, I kid you not, like, three days ago, I had a whole breakdown in my room before I went to bed, and it just felt like I was crying because of everything, and honestly, like, she does need that time to be single, like, she's been in a relationship, like, her whole entire life, so I think she needs to take this time to be single, figure out who she is by herself, and just, you know, keep doing them skims biannual cells, shoot, I'll be fine with that. Anyways, guys, that is the end of the Kardashian Season 3 Episode 1 recap episode. If you enjoyed these type of episodes, let me know. Maybe we'll do more uh, episode recaps of, like, Abbott Elementary. We can watch, like, popular Netflix TV series shows or movies and things like that. So let me know what you guys like. And we'll get into it. Hope you guys have a great and amazing day. And as always, thanks for coming to kick back with me.